kind of a shell boom, blow them, come on. Welcome to the podcast, <laughs> bro. It is, bro. This is awesome. This, this whole, this whole thing, bro. Oh man, you know we gotta start with gratitude, like always, bro. We always do that. Okay, so we get uh, the United States listening. Only twenty six states right now, but we, bro, we started with two. We started with California and Texas. That's the only two. Now we're up to twenty six states in the United States. And we get some people from Hawaii too. We like to mahalo. And you know the first people from Hawaii to listen was actually was was actually uh, Wailuku. Wailuku was the first people. So we was like, wow, the guys on Maui, they into podcasts, they into the kind, right? And those are the first and bro, they, they probably never heard of me. I, I don't know too many people that heard of me on Maui, but there is there is a couple because we you know we did shows on Maui. We did a couple shows back in the day on Maui. And it was it was pretty. We went to the Lahaina Civic Center, right? We went, me and Sam Jam, we went to the Lahaina Civic Center, right? And I don't know if too many guys from Maui, but I don't know if you guys, you know, you guys know if you guys been to Maui or if you guys from Maui, you know, everything shuts down at nine o'clock, bro. We found one bar was open, like like was ten ten thirty, I think, because it was part of show already, right? Like nine nine thirty. We found them up in Makawao. We go up to this, and I don't know if you guys know about Makawao. Makawao, okay, is Portuguese country, okay, and get plenty of Portuguese people too. But Makawao is Portuguese country, but so, so you know, and, and we know that, right? And we went up, right? Because all the cowboys, they, they they go in a bar, they doing all kind, right? They drinking any kind, and so we walk inside, and so me, I like have fun. I go up to the bartender, I go, oh, how's it, how's it, buddy? He like him Portuguese joke. Oh, the bartender, he's like, oh, 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 hey, wait a minute, pal. You see, you see the cop in the back on the right hand side of the room back there. I said, yeah. He said, he's Portuguese. He said, you see the bouncer back there on the left hand side of the room back there. I said, yeah. He goes, he's Portuguese. He goes, you see that chick bending over with the big old collar in the jean shooting pool. I said, yeah. He goes, she's Portuguese. He goes, what? You see, like tell you Portuguese joke now. I told him, nah, nah, nah. It's all right. I don't like telling four times. You know what I'm saying, Hawaiians, bro? When you got, you know, I back so. Anyway, no racial to the Portuguese, but Portuguese is not a race. Portuguese is a state of mind. Mm. Portuguese people are, are a race. You know, a lot of people, okay, so a lot of people, they don't know, right, that, that they look at me and they see Portuguese, right, and, or Portuguese, right? And I'm like, no, no, I only, I only want eight, but the bug are strong. You see what I'm saying? They, they look at me, but I'm Spanish, boy. I'm from, my, my ancestors is from Europe. They like, what? God, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father was, my father was half. And, uh, my grandmother was Puerto Rican. So yeah, the Puerto Rican, bro, the Puerto Rican side 
always gets me in trouble. So far, we don't have anybody in Puerto Rico yet, but we're working on them. All right, the 26 states, and then we get Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, Canada. We, we got, actually, we got a few more people from Canada. We like to say mahalo to you guys. And uh, we get a lot of snowbirds from Canada come down visit. Well, you know, not right now, but, but yeah. Uh, United Kingdom, Brazil, Australia, Belgium, Italy, Israel, Poland, Austria, South Africa, Germany, Russia, Japan, France, and Peru. We'd like to tell you guys all mahalo. So we start with gratitude. That's the way we roll around here, bro. Yep, we got to start. Because, you know, there was there was a time in my life where I never had gratitude. But I wasn't thankful for anything. I was like, what? You know, you know? And gratitude was the furthest thing from my mind. You know, when you're in your 20s and you think you got it going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro, I did, I did some unreal things. Well, I witnessed some unreal things in my 20s. You know, actually was in my, my late teens. See, I started hanging out with this guy. I don't. You guys can Google him. His name is Don Ho. You guys can Google, okay? Now, for you guys outside of Hawaii, you know, this is kind of, you know, the, like if, if Uncle Don was alive right now, he'd be like in his early 90s, I think. Something like that. Anyway, he was born in 1930. What is that? 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Right, do the math. He was born in 1930. All right. So, uh, August August 13, 1930. That's his birthday. And we just, we just probably celebrate his birthday. Yeah. And uh, we celebrate. We had, we had, we knocked back on Cohen. I tell you, I had on Heineken light. Uh, that's, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> we, was, we was drinking with some other uncles, but because they're still alive, we cannot say Hawaiians. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, but I, I experienced some unreal stuff, right? From the time I was 17 to 21, I was hanging out with Uncle Don. And then my other uncles, right? They was bro. These guys was all affiliated. They was all they had affiliations, bro. And and um, so one day, right? So I my uncle, I cannot tell you, I cannot mention names, Hawaiians, but he takes me to a meeting, okay? And two of my uncles, my real uncles, okay. There's a lot of uncles. There's a lot of syndicate uncles and not real uncles. You know what I'm saying? But but these two uncles was my real uncles, and I went to this meeting. And this meeting was between. My older uncle, right, and I used to hang out a lot with my younger uncle because he was, you know, he he was more towards my generation. He was cool. Oh, he used to, he used to let me smoke cigarettes, drink beer, any kind, you know. And so, but my other uncle, my senior uncle, he was the older one, right? So he had the meeting. So he took me down, okay, and we sat down in this office, okay. I can I can tell you the guy's first name, but I cannot tell you, okay. So anyway, my uncle, so my uncle Kurt, my uncle Glenn, and my uncle Larry. Okay, well, Uncle Larry, because he wasn't really my uncle uncle. He was just Uncle Larry. We sitting down in his office. Bro, this was so mean. I tell you, I tell you, bro. So the phone rings, right? Like, we we doing this this meeting. And uh, actually, it was the intercom. You know, before you had intercoms, and you always had that buzz on the intercom. You know, like, doot. And then that, and then the secretary would come on, right? And so we sitting in the meeting. We sit in a meeting, the intercom come on. Dude, uh governor on line one. And and you and so and Uncle Larry would pick up the phone. Yes, governor. We talk story, right? Is that governor? I, I'm in a meeting right now, you know, and he would talk a little bit and then he would excuse himself and he would hang up the phone. I'm like, whoa. And then, you know, and I don't can tell you which governor, right? And then then the the thing, dude, uh we have the Senate majority leader. Well, he was the Senate Majority Leader, but that's not what the that's not what the secretary said. She said so and so on on line one.
pick him up. You know, yeah, hey, Senator, you know. Brah, the kind of people that went called. We was only there for an hour and a half. And then in an hour and a half, Hawaiians, the who's who of local politics was calling. You know what I mean? And I, like, I was so impressed. I was sitting there. I was like, whoa. And, you know, my job, I, I had I had two jobs when I was a kid. Okay? And the first job was to sit down. And the second job was to shut up. <laughs> that, that was my job. And so my job was to sit down and shut up. And so I sat down and shut up. Bob, but the kind of stuff I saw, you know what I mean? The kind of stuff I witnessed, but, you know, so like if I ever started talking, right? I don't think I would be alive today, Hawaiians. But, you know, but there's a code, right? And and the kind of code is when you see this stuff, well, they, it's an unwritten code, right? And the, and the unwritten code says that you don't say nothing, like till you mock it, right? And now there's guys coming out and they're writing books and they're telling stories and what, you know. So I figure, yeah, I just do them on a podcast. Right? That, I mean, so a lot of these people, right, they're not talking old school. Uh, these guys not around anymore, you know. These guys not here anymore, right. But I'm talking to old school. And these guys, but their families, the generations, right, they carry, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on, right. And then, and then you know, and, and some of these guys, right, they, they still, they still around, okay, but they're not active, Okay, they're not really retired, see, because what you don't what you don't see, you know, is they still they still hands on, but they're in the background. They still hands on. You know, a lot of politicians, right? You know, they're not any even in office, and you see them down the legislative, and you go, wow, but I, th- I thought you was like, I thought you're not in office anymore, but no, they still get the hands inside. Okay, they still they still doing stuff, and they still active. But that that afternoon, when when we was in that office, in that in that hour and a half, the who's who of local politics was on the phone, and and so you know it's like that story I told you that time, you know, in a Kali bar, right? We did them on another podcast, a Kali bar, and and there was this governor's daughter, and she was mounting off, and and the and the brother had to tell the uncle, right? The uncle had to tell him, hey 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 hey, he works for us. So sit down, go enjoy your drink, and shut your ass. And 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 all of a sudden, she was like, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right? Because sometimes they need a little reminder. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, that, that kind of stuff happened. I saw all this kind of stuff. Bruh, it used to snow in Pico Lounge. I don't know if you guys know. So they, there was this lounge. It was called Pico Lounge. It used to snow inside there. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You think, come on, Junior, it only snows on Mauna Kea and occasionally on Haleakala, right? And Mauna Loa. No, no, no. no. It used to snow in Pico Lounge. So one night I go with my uncle, right? Now, this is my uncle, my young uncle. And he, so he takes me. And of course, my job, right? Sit down and shout out, right? And I could only drink because I, I was, I was underage at that time. I was 17. So, so I couldn't, I couldn't like order, you know, like on beer or whatever, right? So I had to sit there with, and you know, they bring the, they bring the Coke. And so the, how, how you know it's on Coke, right? Is cause they bring you Coke, right? And they put on straw inside and then they put on cherry on top, right? So, bro, you gotta look cool. You know what I'm saying? So at 17, you gotta look cool, right? So you hem out a straw and you eat the cherry and you throw them on the side. You know, you, you, you kind of crumple them up in a napkin, kind of, cause you like look cool. You know what I'm saying? 
so so I'm sitting there, right? But on the way to the table, right? I see I see these two guys, and and they 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 playing in in this group Olomana, right? And I see all these guys. I mean, you know, no matter group Olomana, so I I can tell you guys, you know what I'm saying? So I, and Olomana is there, right? I walk past another table. Oh, Cecilio Capono, Cecilio uh, Cecilio Rodriguez was there. Right, walk past another. T- so all these stars, but these these guys, you know, and and simplicity was playing music, right? And all these and these bad these guys was banging all all the heavy duty the kind. This was before Willie K. This was before Willie K was even an idea on Oahu. Right? I'm talking, I'm talking old school, bro. And and all these big celebrities, they're all sitting inside. Roland Casimiro was inside. It was walking past, you know, all these greats. These are greats of Hawaiian music. And they're all sitting in there. So I lean over to my uncle, right? And said, geez, uncle, what, what, you know, what the, how come everybody, like, all these guys over here? He's going, well, this is the place that they come when they finish work. So they, so it was a four o'clock bar, right? So everybody used to hang at the Pico Lounge. They used to drink till, till like, to the bar closed, right? I think last call was around 3.15. Everybody was out of the bar by 3.30. Four o'clock, they closed down, right? And then, so, so I used to see the, the most famous guys in Hawaiian music. And they, they used to all sit down and everybody's inside there. You know, sometimes you have some disc jockeys inside there, like some famous guys. Those guys, I don't like name name because I had to work with them down the, down the road. I had to work with these guys. But I mean, you know, so, so, Every once in a while, right? One of these guys, not to entertain us, but just a random mother, would, would come up to my uncle and go, Hey, uh, it's, uh, in a, it's snowing in the bathroom. And my uncle would stand up and he would go, Excuse me, I gotta go bathroom. And he would go bathroom, right? And he, and he, he would come back, right? And, and I was like, I was wondering, like, wait a minute, what's going on? What's going on? And pretty soon I found out that the code word, right, for cocaine, was snow, right? And everybody used to go in the bathroom. And every, I noticed that everybody went in the bathroom. They came back in a better mood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I bro, so, bro, I used to snow in Pico Lounge. You used to, bro, I went inside this other, this other lounge, right? There was this place called Keonis in the old days, okay? And I know you guys from out of town. You guys probably have that kind of stuff going on at your place, right? I don't know about foreign countries, but I know in the United States, man, plenty of places like that. And, and so this place, right, called Keonis. And so, again, my job was to sit down and shut up, right? And and my uncle told me, don't look at anybody, right? So he said, okay. Well, so I wasn't looking at it. So I was looking at, I was looking at the entertainer, right? And the entertainer was Jimmy Borges, right? And I was watching, and you know, I really got to like, like his swag, like, he had the swag, but he had the style. Uncle Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy was the man. He had, he had him every, you know, we call him uncle because of respect. He wasn't related to me. And so, you know, and just like Don Ho, he wasn't related to me, right? Call him Uncle Don. But I was with, I was with my younger uncle that time. And so he, and he was affiliated with all these guys. He was, these guys was all in the same club, right? And so I go down and sit down. And, and pretty soon I start, I look around. And I saw some legends inside. I mean, legend like from the old old school. In like Sterling Mossman was sitting in there. People like, oh, Sterling Mossman. I mean, he was sitting in. He was getting all bust up. I mean, everybody was enjoying himself. 
And it was, you know, it was that kind of atmosphere. Everybody's having a good time. It was a four o'clock bar. So we ended up at a lot of four o'clock bars. And the only reason I could get in, because I was with my uncle, you know, because you know, everybody knew me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the bouncers was like, yeah, 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 bring him inside. And they pretend like they never see me. You know what I mean? And <laughs> so we sat and and I look over, right, to this guy. And he was kind of heavy. He was kind of big dude, right? And and these were syndicate guys, right? And I never know there were syndicate guys. Right? I'm just, I'm looking around. I see all kinds of famous people, right? And and this guy, his jacket, he had on, he had on blazer on, right? And his jacket was kind of loose. And, and I'm looking over there and I'm like, hey, that's a handle of a gun, right? I see, I see one, look like on 38. Because back in the days, they carried 38s a lot. Right, and they had this thing called a Saturday night special, right? And he, they used to carry this stuff. And and I look and I go, whoa. And as soon as I start looking, my uncle sees me looking, right? And I get on elbow to the ribs. You know what I mean? I get on rib shot. <laughs> I get on rib shot. I'm like, oh, okay. I look at my uncle. I'm like, all right. So, but but this kind of stuff, so we, you know, this kind of stuff does not happen nowadays. This, this kind of stuff does not happen for a long time. But back in the day, I mean, everything is different now, Hawaiians. Everything is different. Back in the day, like I said, in society, we've come a long way. You know, the syndicate has moved. The syndicate has changed. The syndicate is better. The syndicate is on paper. The syndicate is percentage of your business. The syndicate is, well, they, they, they get all kinds of And the biggest syndicate right now is church. Well, these guys. So... I, I remember this this time, and I, I said I'm on one other podcast, but man, I showed up one day, I'm like, all the guys that I saw, right, you know, growing up, and all the guys I saw in the bars, and I, oh, now, they're all older, right, and I see these guys in church, and then I see the kids, right, and the kids in church, you know, and the grandkids in church, and then I find out, oh, the kid is, is running action down, down the, this street and that street, and, you know, and they separate the streets, right? On the west side, you get so-and-so street, you get this street, you get these guys running that street. You know, everybody gets their territory. Like, oh, you mean to tell me they're all in church? Oh, they're all in church now. So, so church is the new syndicate. Anyway, but, but bro, Pico Lounge is heavy duty. No more, no more places like that anymore. But for a while, they had competition, right? It was it was called uh, uh, what that what that place was called in Pro City. They had they had one place like that, and it was kind of like yeah, it was kind of ghetto, but and then they they closed them. I don't like mention names because those guys are still around. But you know, the the point is we have evolved as a society. You know what I mean? Like you no, know, the syndicate guys they're not carrying guns anymore. Like, they get them in the car. Right, but they're not carrying them out, you know, open and, you know, because that's a signal, right? You know, that's a signal. People see them and go, ooh, ooh. you know, you know that guy. But half the guys, and the thing about the thing about the old days, right? And and it kind of still happens today, but in a different way, right? It's a more refined thing. It's a more sophisticated thing, right? So it doesn't look like the old days, but the old days was tough. The old days was real was tough, and and things have evolved. You know, so the good stuff has evolved and, and the bad stuff has evolved. I mean, you know, but technology has changed a lot of this stuff, right? People used to smoke in bars, restaurants, elevators, right? Now, if somebody do that, it's like, wow, this guy's crazy or what? You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, we have evolved as a society. 
You know, we we have we have uh, changed a lot of stuff that used. Bro, kids used to get licking in the store. You mean I don't know if you guys remember that. People used to like wear their kids in the store. You know what I'm saying? And and nobody did nothing, right? Nobody said nothing. Now you just get threats, right? You see the father threatening the kid. Yeah, you wait till you get home, bro. But you get home, you be stopped that right now because you get when you get home, right? <laughs> My father was psychic, letter. My father used to tell me what, what you, you know. My father was psychic. He could, he could predict my future, one hundred percent accurate. Right, boy. When you get home, and he would tell me what would happen when I got home. Guess what? When I got home, that would exactly happen, just like the way he would explain them. So my father was psychic, letter. But I mean, you know, things, things are different. And now, okay, now everybody's quarantined, right? Now everybody's getting restless, right? Tempers are short. But you go to the shopping center, right? You know, before, like, people had patience, right? People had patience. Now you go to the store. Bro, everything triggers everybody, right? Because everybody's in masks now, right? Everybody got to do this, got to do that, six feet away. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this this guy who's an uncle, right? And, and I was, I mean, when I say uncle, like, he was in his, I don't know, 70s, 80s, whatever. He, and, and I never see him. Right, and I would accidentally stand in front of him, cause you know how the aisles in the store, right? The thing go back into the aisle, not like before, right? Everybody line up at the register, and so this, and I never see him, right? And he goes, hey, 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 you know, so he, he, you know, trying to tell me that that I caught him in line or whatever, and I, and then I, I, I said, oh, excuse me, and so I went behind him, and I went stand six feet behind him as I was going behind him. He even tapped me on the shoulder, like, like you know, right on kind of stuff like that. I'm like, uh, uncle, you're not supposed to tap me on the shoulder because, you know, six feet and all these kind of stuff. And, bro, this is ridiculous, right? It's all ridiculous kind of stuff going on. But tempos are short right now, you know. And since we had this downturn, there's been over 900 businesses in Hawaii that went under. 900, over 900, right? And the bigger they are, the harder they're falling, right? Now, some of these businesses, okay, like like some of these businesses, we had we had a couple dealings with a couple of these businesses, right? Well, with a few, we we have a we have a consultant company. It's called VMAC Consultants. You can check them out, VMACConsultants.com. And we you know we deal a lot with with big business, but uh, there are some smaller business, some small business that we've helped along the way, right? And and there is this, there is this one, there is this one business that we help, right? And they started to take advantage, right? Now, you know, when you bring an opportunity to somebody, right? And then there's, you know, they see money, right? Money's involved, right? So, I mean, you know, they, they try their best to, you know, I want to say, uh, I want to say, uh, they, they, so you, you get them the gig, right? And they and they try to ice you out. They try to they try to push you out of the picture after you get them the you know the gig, right? So they don't need to pay their percentage. They don't need you know whatever that that kind of stuff, right? And we ran into one thing like that, right? And then this is how small Hawaii is, okay? For you people in Israel, for you people, you know, and and from what I understand, you guys got it going on in foreign countries too, right? And and probably worse, but but. These guys, right, come to find out, these guys was like all into drug money, 
Uh, you know, we was wondering, like, whoa, these guys, they, they wouldn't expand fast. I mean, they, you know, and we thought they was getting business loans, right? Because they was doing good, right? We thought, oh, they get business loan. Oh, they get the latest machinery. <clears throat> Wrong. Yeah. Then we found out they was linked to drug sales, right? There's so many people linked to drug sales, so many companies, bro. You know, I don't know if they're falling. I don't know what, but, you know. But so many businesses we saw on the front end, right? It's a business. On the front end, bugger looks good, right? On the back end, bugger's dealing drugs over here. I mean, you know, just just making money off, off that side. So so money laundering, right? The money starts getting clean. And when you go down like uh, Keomoku, right? And you see these small little dress shops, right? Nobody's in the store. <laughs> Nobody's ever in the store, right? But the owner is is the guy that owns the bar, or or the lady that owns the bar, and and that business over there is is there to lose money for these guys, right? So we see, well, we see all this kind of stuff, we see all this kind of stuff, and and there's so many successful businesses that we see, right? That started out that way, okay? Now this doesn't, this is not just a local thing. Go look at go look at the uh, Bacardi Rum. If you go look at the history behind those guys, oh man, you're talking about running moonshine, you're talking about all this illegal stuff, and then, oh, yeah, then they went turn them into something legal. You see what I'm saying? And that's not the way that we ever encourage anybody to, to you know, do business. But, you know, the, the guys that I know at the level that I know, right, these guys, they're totally against that. You know, these, these, some of these big dogs that, you know, these syndicate guys that amounted them and that, that they knew and they, they was, you know, associated with these guys, but they, they never believe in drugs, you know. And I can tell you that a lot of, I mean, you see them in movies too, right? You know, you see them in, in movies and they, they say, oh, the mafia guys, the, you know, the upper level guys, they don't believe in that. And they don't. They don't believe in that. Even, even locally, bro. Locally, they don't, they don't believe in that. Because it, 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 it damages the, the, their organization. You see what I'm saying? And so businesses now, right? People getting hard time. People resorting to whatever they got to resort to, to save the business, right? And, and when you look at the situation like this now, you can look at this situation and you can go, well, everything is, you know, all these businesses going out of business. Things are gloomy. Things are, you know, this is these are bad times. No, Hawaiians, these are good times. It's just that times are changing. We're we're in a change. We're in a reset. Okay, but these things, you know, the things that are coming in now are the green businesses. The things that are coming in now are, you know, the the conservation businesses, right? These are the things that are coming into into play now. The online internet businesses. That's what's, you know, everybody's ordering from Amazon, right? All these small stores, they're going out of business. Why? Because people can get free shipping. They order from Amazon. All you got to do is belong to the club. Boom. Deliver. Right? So different things are, are happening and change is happening. And people are freaking out because of the change. Okay? But I'm here to tell you, Hawaiians, from personal experience. I mean, you know, if we didn't start planning... And, and moving towards the web 12 years ago, right? And and like I said on the other podcast, you know, it, it was a result of, of me losing a job 
and I lost a job. I had my own company. I had two companies at the time. I had a production company and a singing school at the time. But I lost my job, right? So I had on radio job that I lost. And and it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, I want to say it, it was, uh, it was disappointing, right? Because I thought, oh, finally, finally I get this thing going. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the job that made me popular, but it was this other job. I was, I was already popular. That I mean, I already had the name at that time. But I lost that one. And I'm like, oh, man. So what did I do with my time? See, now this is, you know, this is the law of attraction thing, okay? Because, you know, when you when you have time. See, I just, I just had one client this morning, right? And we did on Instagram uh, video chat. And her thing is she's a housewife. And she has a little son, a little boy, baby. I don't know, a couple years old. I think he's two, three years old. So she's a full-time housewife in Canada. Okay, and she has a small little, you know, young boy, right? And her thing was like, okay, what what I gonna do for a side hustle? What I gonna do for, you know? Because and she has time. She has time and she knows she has time. So I gave her some ideas and you know, we walked through several things and whatever, and she got it. And 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 by the end of the session, right, we spent, I think we spent half an hour. By the end of the half an hour, boom, got him. You see what you see what I'm saying? So so sometimes all it takes, right, is the right idea and the right resources and to be pointed in the right direction. That's all it took. Well, for me uh, personally, I can tell you because I cannot tell you about anybody else's experience, but I can tell you about mine. When when that happened, I lost my job. I'm like, wow, now I have all money, right? Because radio show starts at six o'clock, so I'm there at five. Right. And then and then we run up until 10 o'clock. Right. And then I had my other stuff. You know, I go home, take a nap, go back to the office, work at the office from like one o'clock in the afternoon to like seven or eight o'clock at night. And then lather, rinse, repeat. Right. The whole thing start again. So I sat down in Starbucks with my laptop and I said, you know what, bro, we're going to look at the future. We're going to we're not going to even bother with the present because I, I was I gave up on the present. I gave up on the on that present, right? Twelve years ago, and I and I said, "Nah, this is this is not the thing." But as, and around the same time, I had watched the DVD, The Secret. I watched that from you know it was around the Burns movie, right? So I check them out, watch it, and and everything started clicking. Like everything, my uncle started teaching me when I was thirty. Everything started clicking, and I go, "You know what? The future, the future is on the web." So we started building, we started building everything, websites, Facebook, Instagram, all of that, right? And and we made some major mistakes along the way, right? And we and in the beginning we was doing them, but we was doing them wrong. You know what I mean? So and and here's what I'm gonna here's the takeaway from this podcast, okay? Don't be afraid to fail. We failed how many times? Bro, I just had on sixteen thousand Plus follower account from Instagram taken down, okay, and and we lost that account, and we lost that account because I was putting up cooking videos that were copyrighted that I had no idea was copyrighted, and so I got flagged, and the second time, boom, they took, they just took them. You see what I mean? And it took a lot, it took a lot to build that account, right? But on the other hand, like I was still doing a lot of fundamental things wrong with the account. Okay, not the copyright violations, but just the the marketing, the the social media uh, approach to everything, right? But I had over sixteen thousand people. But you know, 
it wasn't it wasn't ideal. See what I'm saying? Then we went to TikTok, right? Well, TikTok actually was just recently, right? It was this year. January 8th, I decided, okay, well, we're going to start TikTok. And and by March, we had 47,000 followers. I was getting 100 followers a day. Maybe, maybe it was like April, I think. So, somewhere around April, uh, late April. And, and we got up and sometimes, sometimes we had a couple hundred followers a day and went up, right? And then pretty soon TikTok was looking at my content going, hey, this guy's talking about government, this guy. And I never know why that, that thing was like that, right? Because I was talking about United States and TikTok is owned by China. Go figure. Okay. But at the very top of everything, you guys got to know, at the very top of everything, it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, all these political things that you see and all this division that you see, it really doesn't matter because everything works the same way at the top of the pyramid. And that's what I was talking about on TikTok, right? And so many people were messaging me and they go, you know, bro, we, we know, well, they never say bro, but they, they're like, wow, thank you for telling us the truth. Thank you. You really opened my eyes. You know, I'm beginning to see all this stuff now, right? And basically, yeah, you get played. Basically, you get played from the government. You get played here. You get played there, whatever. But you know what? You also have opportunity in the United States, okay? So as much as you see, right, like, oh, this this politics and this is going on and this is bad, that's bad, okay? Wherever you see something bad, Hawaiians, there's something good. There's something good. You just got to look at it and stop being distracted with the bad part. Okay? Always going to get bad. Guarantee. Always going to get bad. But you know what? Always going to get good. Okay? If you can pull yourself from the glass half empty to the glass half full real quick and let go. Instead of hanging on to that bad part and focusing on that bad part and go, yeah, you know what? This is screwed up. Sometimes when you evolve. Sometimes when the community evolves, sometimes when the country evolves, it looks like that, right? And sometimes it's a, it's a bad thing. Sometimes it looks like a potentially bad thing. And sometimes it's really not. And, and sometimes you got to just kind of, you just kind of look at it and go, but you know, this is a puppet show and, and they're playing us and, and you got to just do what you got to do. You see what I'm saying? But right now, what I'm saying is you got to do what you got to do on the web, okay? Because the, the powers that be, you cannot change that, okay? So remember the serenity prayer, okay? And if you don't know what it is, go Google, go search them, the serenity prayer. So the things you cannot, the things you cannot uh, change, right? Just accept it. If you cannot change it, see what I'm saying? And you can call your legislator, you can call your senator, you can call, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna do them. They're not gonna do them because you call, because there are other people that are paying these guys, right? So you gotta look at, you gotta look at the financial side of things too. Follow the money. When you follow the money, the money will tell you the story, right? The money tells you the story. We have the illusion. There's many illusions out there. One of the illusions is illusion of choice. They, they show you, right? They, sh they show you the illusion. They go, oh, you can choose this guy or you can choose this guy. Kind of funny right now because one of the guys they're giving us to choose from, you know, they, they, we, we don't have a selection. We have an election, right? 
they selected already. And they're giving us these two guys. They go, okay, which one you guys like? You see what I'm saying? But, but I mean, you know, things are getting better, but you got to look at it that way. If you're getting preoccupied in the distraction, if you're getting preoccupied with the negative stuff, guess what? It's going to pull you down. It's going to affect your vibration. It's going to get you to a lower place instead of a higher place. You're not going to rise above this. Okay, you have the power to rise above stuff. I don't care what it is. You know, if you look at World War II, there were a lot of, lot of ladies, Jewish, Jewish women, that had to flee Germany, right? And they, they were looking for a better life. And guess what? They found it. And they, had, and they, were, they, were, they were violated by German soldiers. All kinds of stuff happened to them. And they escaped, right? And they came to America. And they made their way, you know, up to America. And guess what? They prospered. They raised successful families. They raised successful kids. Their kids grew up to, you know, be, be productive members of society. Let's put it that way. Right? And you would think that, wow, these women are so traumatized and so violated and so, you know, uh, suppressed and whatever and, and just assaulted and all this kind of stuff like they, they would have trauma issues the rest of their lives you know and some of them probably did internally but you know what that didn't stop them because they made a better life they raised kids and and the kids didn't turn out like you know they didn't have any of the experiences their parents had and the old school people they never talked about that kind of stuff they don't talk about that to their children because they don't want to bring it down into their generation you know so they don't talk the old timers they never talk about the hardships because they they focused on what was happening now okay and and really what's happening now with this covid thing a lot of this stuff is based on politics and money and you gotta just relax this is we're not facing the black plague okay go look at how many politicians died from this and how many how many politicians got their business looted and okay and, and you can look around and you say hey how come never affect them right we got 9000 people that died out of a million people right and and what is that well that's actually called a flu season you see what i'm saying and and this this thing could have been man made maybe it is maybe it's not but you know what never mind hoins never mind don't pay attention to that. Stop watching the news for every little thing. Stop reading, you know, stop scrolling for every little negative thing you can find and go, oh, yeah, see, that's happening, right? Because the world is changing and because of technology, it's changing quickly, okay? And if you don't, you know, one thing you should do is you should keep up with how to operate the technology, but don't keep up with all the drama. See what I'm saying? Rise above that stuff because you guys going to find that when you rise above the drama, things are going to get better because everything out there reacts to everything in here, in you, inside, okay? That's where God is. That's where Satan is because you have a choice, okay? You really do. Uh, oh, oh, bro, I got to go. But yeah, you, you have a choice. All right? You can be Satan or you, or you can choose the God side. <laughs> Normally, most guys drift from one side to the other side. It's called being a human being.
Hey, we'd like to say mahalo to our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy and Sister Jerry. And we also like to say mahalo to Voice Master Enterprises, a family of service companies at voicemasterenterprises.com. Also, the music of Mr. Darren Chinen at AFM Hawaii Music at AFM Hawaii Music.com. Yeah, check him out. Download his stuff from the internet. It's on uh, iTunes. Get his music. He got a couple albums, two, three albums already. All right. Hey, we see you guys. Until next time, I'm Junie K.